Hello everyone, this is Kautik. I'll be reading a story called George and the Dragon, illustrated by Tammy Spear Lyon, adapted by Brian Conway. This is the tale of St. George and the Dragon. It had been told over 15 centuries. It takes place during a time called the Dark Ages, when the kings ruled the land. Wizards cast spells and monsters roamed free. The queen of the fairies had taken young George in in as a baby. The fairies raised the child to grow up brave, strong, calm, courteous, quick, and clever. They taught him to be a noble knight. At last the time came when George was old enough to seek out for his destiny. The Queen of of Fairies called him to see her. Your journey starts today. She told him, You have many adventures ahead. Your fantastic quest will take six years. The Queen of the Fairies spoke kindly to young George. The world is filled with monsters and battles. You will meet kings, paupers, wizards, and witches, evil princes, and kind princesses. She said, George was sad to leave the land of the fairies, but he was not afraid. Always remember one thing, the queen added, tapping George's silver battle helmet. The greatest weapon... George is your brain. The George set off. He traveled for weeks. As he approached silent, he noticed the land changed from lush and green to dark and desolate. It seemed to ground. It seemed the ground had been crossed by a fire. There was no grass, only the darkest mud. The trees were bare and black, and a foul stench filled the air. As George walked through this stark land, he did not see a living thing. Then George finally saw a castle in the distance. A high, solid wall enclosed the castle, and the small city around it. The gate was closed up tight. When he got closer, he saw a young lady. She crept quietly through the gate and up to George. Have you no have you no sense? she asked. She asked, You would do well to leave here now and never return. But I am a brave knight, here to help you, George whispered. Alas, sir, the woman replied, you are but one man. I fear that you cannot help. George looked at her and said, It is my destiny. I will do all I can, even if it costs me my life. I am Princess Savoir, she said. Come with me, Sabra exclaimed, why the kingdom lived 
In such fear, a fearful dragon had lived in the kingdom for many years. He told him the horrible beast had ravaged the land and eaten all the animals. Princess Abra told George that the people had moved within the castle walls for protection. But soon the dragon had run out of animals to eat. The dragon had promised to come through the to castle walls for his breakfast. When the animals were gone, she told him, We gave up our last two sheep this very morning. Said the princess, Tomorrow we shall push. Then my timing is perfect, said George. They came to a cave in the dark forest where a wise old hermit lived. Sabu and George crept up to the old hermit who stared into his side. He did not turn to look at them. Suddenly the hermit spoke. Long ago it was told two brave knights would come to love. The only way to save the rest, the serpent's weakness, is in his breath, said the hermit. Within those words, an ancient owl has appeared at their feet. George did not understand. He asked the strange man, but the hermit would speak no more. When George and Sabran left the cave, it was already dark. They knew they must hurry to the dragon's lair. They had to get there while the dragon slept. It was their only chance. The hermit speaks in puzzles. Sabra sighed. What do we do with this ancient time piece? George remembered that the queen of fairies had told him his best weapon was his brain. He studied the hourglass. The hourglass will lead us. George whispered, We must wait until all the sand has dropped through. The smell as they approached the lair was horrible. George and the princess used George his seal to protect themselves from the dragon's fierce snores. Suddenly the dragon stood. The dragon raised up, rubbed his eyes. George watched as the dragon rise, and the very last grain of sand dropped through the hourglass. At that moment, the dragon yawned a great fury yawn. Now, George Shabra shouted. George threw the hourglass into the dragon's mouth. The hourglass broke apart on the dragon's tongue in a cloud of ice mist. The dragon was really angry now. It looked down to see George and Sabra. Sabra ducked behind the shield. The dragon reared back into a hurl a fiery blast at them. But now only soft snow came from his mouth. The dragon took a deep breath and Tried again, but his mouth shut tight with ice. The dragon jumped into the deep water, warm lake water, to keep from freezing from the inside out. That dragon never bothered another soul. Some have 
seen him coming up for Eon Ossesia, but only on very warm nights. The dragon would not dare to stay out of its warm water too long for fear of becoming a giant icy statue. Jojen Sabra had saved the kingdom. It was Sabra who was the second knight and the old woman as spoke of this strange wedding. The two arrived at the castle to cause her joy and come. The grateful people of Sideline were no longer prisoners in their own kingdom. The king offered George all he had in things, but George wanted no payment for his deeds. I have more adventures left to face, George told the people. They are the greatest reward. George shared the story of the dragon of Sideline to anyone who asked along his journey, and it was still told today as an example of bravery. Hope you like this book. Bye!